0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Season five of Clinical Populations. I actually can't believe we are on our fifth season. That's <laughs> we've been doing this for a while. Um, so we we haven't talked actually in a couple of months, and within that couple of months, we actually presented, Online, but technically in South Africa for the World Congress of Music Therapy. And because we were presenting in South Africa, we wanted to feature artists from that country. So we connected with a group called Creative Gatherings, who you're going to hear more about in the intro of this episode. But also we decided that we were going to take our presentation and split it up into a series for the first part of this season so you can hear even more in-depth conversations of this music created by these awesome artists from South Africa. Creative Gatherings is a South African community of performance artists and musicians co-founded by Yael Garbronsky, Alon Cohen, and Moshe Singer.
1: It originated with a few people playing in the park, sharing stories, songs and ideas, and these gatherings developed into performances that connected poets, artists and musicians of all styles. Connecting led to collaboration, and collaboration led to emerging of styles and a sharing of cultures, backgrounds and countries.
2: Now producing shows and providing a platform for all of its artists, Creative Gatherings focuses on community building through collaboration. Their mission is to enrich South Africa with music and art in an inclusive and collaborative way.
0: So this intro will probably be repeated throughout the next couple of episodes, but just bear with us and uh, we hope you enjoy. So here we go.
2: Clinical. Clinical Clinical.
3: population. Population. Population.
2: Clinical
3: population. Population.
2: Clinical
3: population.
0: Hello, everybody. My name's Gabby. I'm Allison.
4: I'm Grant. I'm John.
0: And I'm Michael.
1: And welcome to Clickable Bob. Introducing music therapists to new bops and new bops to music therapy. And for this episode,
0: we are going to listen to a song called Impatalazzane by Azuri Street Symphony. And we are actually also going to hear a little bit about the background of the song from one of their band members.
5: Oh it all
6: To. We are not that stingy. So come around, show some love when you get some time. It will be nice to see you there. Azuri Street Symphony. Thank you. And then on, you can also follow us on the social medias and Instagrammies. Uh, on Facebook is Azuri Street Symphony, classic spelling. And then on Instagram is Azuri Street Symphony
5: 5.
3: Just one word. But M is a is a lament, you know. Because me originally I'm from Northern Cape. But it's it's, it's a something it's something that is known. Mm is also derived from it's either an idiom or a proverb, one of the two, which means that uh, we give thanks to that morning star which is the Venus but socially speaking it's a lament that is meant to heal social illnesses uh, you know infertility barrenness ill disciplineness in a society you know and then with people hoping for a better future a clearer world with no pollutions and corruptions uh just trying to correct whatever or mend whatever is not currently okay within our society and then people would gather at maybe a person who's considered to be having such problems or one person who came forth with a certain problem to a community to say that maybe He can't sleep at his house, you know, he has problems, he can't sleep maybe. And then the people would tend to gather there at his house and then sing the laments the whole night. And then throughout the evening, people are just there singing and, you know, praying, doing all these things to heal that person who find himself or herself at that place or at the space that is not at ease with his or her well-being right And then scientifically speaking this song means that the children are the, the children are the stars. The sun is the father, the mother is the earth of which the mother is the receptive and then the father is reflective and then the sun are the, and then the, the stars are the future which is the children so we are praying and playing to have better kids that will be beneficial to the society of tomorrow better kids that will do you know amazing things in our community you know and then even that makes us as the parents to take care and make sure that we 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 take care of this people that are so beneficial to us so that in the future they can benefit us as well.
0: And that was Mpata Lutsana by Azuri Street Symphony. Any thoughts?
7: So I love this song. It was just really awesome and especially after hearing um, kind of the description of what um, the song is and and how it's used um, with them him talking about a community coming together just to sing over someone who is having issues. Um, that just really spoke to me, our community and our society, I feel like in the United States is not, um, I don't feel like we believe in the power of music that much. Um, I know that as a music therapist, I'm always constantly explaining what I do and what my profession is and that it is a legitimate profession and and that sort of thing. And just to hear that a community of people gather around um, a guy just to help him sleep at night, get a night's rest, Mm -hmm. um, and sing for him for six, nine hours. um, It's just really profound to me.
1: Yeah, it's um, I I love live recordings. So um, Mm -hmm. all of these songs are just so incredible. Um, This one, you can just hear the drive and the energy, but also the morning... um, and these ah sounds that there sounds like crying. and yeah. um, But it's also very healing um, through the almost pain um, mm-hmm. and these beautiful harmonies. Uh, they're very supportive um, and so tight together. Um, it's just, it's beautiful. And um, like you said, John, I, I noted that, um, you know, using the, the song is healing the community, and but also um, healing each other. Um, and just being very supportive of each other. It's, it's beautiful.
7: And he said that it's a song of lament for kind of whatever you need to lament, Um, mm-hmm. and it just kind of being this filler song that you can come. And, um, I don't know, I just imagine people emoting and, um, processing through, you know, whatever that woe is, um, facilitated by the space of this song.
0: John, it kind of reminds me of that vocal circle we went to uh, when we were first studying music therapy. I definitely how, went back there, too. Yeah, that was, like, life-changing for us, honestly.
7: The power that you feel when you are in a room or in a circle full of people who are all singing the same song um, and just... Everybody branching off on harmonies and doing their own thing, but at the same time, you're all one. You are a community, and um, I love the support that this song provides uh, in that way of supporting your your fellow community member, or um, really for any situation. I think this is you know a, a great song.
4: I think, too, one of the things that really stood out to me, you uh, touched on this a little bit, John, but um, the community coming together for one person's um, experience. And it kind of just reminds me, like, for me and my personal experience, just like how often, like, when those communities come up, like, you never realize or you may not realize what communities you may be part of and seeing how those all come together. And I, again, clinically speaking, it kind of reminds me of, starting a new group for the first time and the first mm-hmm. time like that group cohesion really comes into play. Um, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. just, there's this unity that's formed and it's all through the music. Um, and like hearing them say that and just, it shows you like how much, like, as our professionals, we draw upon like these very like beautiful, um, elements of music that are so innate to a variety of different cultures that aren't in this very like, clinical heady. Intellectualized space, but very much a human experience. Hmm. Mm. I was
2: just wondering if this is the first um, live recording we've had on the BOP because it's a certain aesthetic, and
7: maybe
1: I think so. I think yeah, I think it's the first live, except for Able Arts, right? Yeah, but that was also
4: those were like recorded. Those were recorded. Live, but for Why? the sake of like it wasn't a performance live Sorry, yeah so, okay. I because mean, I, yeah. I think what
2: really stood out to me were the I mean were the hand claps mm. the hand clap moment was everything I mean that was the emotional catharsis when I think about um, you know when I think about the morning star uh, and the metaphor that that provides of the dawn, you know there's a sermon by Dr. Martin Luther King called a knock at midnight highly recommend it sit listen to the whole 45-minute sermon, one of the most gorgeous sermons. And the whole parable is, you know, about that moment where all seems lost, all seems hopeless, um, and there's a knock. And just to get enough bread to make it through the night because he knew dawn was coming. And, and you know, for me, the song feels like we're at that three thirty, four a.m. of just like—of of just— being in it. Mm-hmm. And then it'll, because the music holds this very somber space.
5: Mm-hmm. And
2: then when those hand claps come in, it feels like, you know, you've arrived and that hope is there. It's still somber, it still holds. But there is a catharsis about knowing that you're not alone in it that is, um, that for me just made the songs already powerful. I recorded well and beautiful. And Mm -hmm. those hand claps turned from me to we in a way that was quite amazing. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm.
7: Well said.
1: Yeah. I love his description of, um, of the morning star and how um, there's this hope he described, you know um, the morning stars, like the children and hoping that, you know, the future will be better. Um, And I just thought that was a, that was a really beautiful description, looking to the morning star and, and seeing a better future as well.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm. I think going back to the clapping part and how it brings a sense of catharsis, but also a sense of community, um, There. In, so the, the translation, um, so this is in Swanee, but the English translation around that part, um, it says, uh, you share with us and we'll surely share for you. So it's like a mutual sharing of whatever they're going through. Um, so it's, it's cool how that lyrically intersects with the clapping part. Um, and it kind of like a, a call to all come together. And
2: the mm-hmm. clapping's not mm-hmm. even like, it's not like it's a, you know, you go to a concert in the United States, you got a bunch of people clapping on the one and a three and it's like, come on everybody. Um, uh, <laughs> I mean, here, here it's like, you know, it's got that like, yeah, and so it just sounds yeah. like it's being passed around. I mean, it's just like this amazing polyrhythmic, just clap that isn't just like a singular clap it, it's, it's like all together in this very like
7: creates a circle that's amazing mm-hmm. um, i was trying to think about what how I would respond to this if it was brought into a, a session um, and I do a lot of groups so I, I think about a lot of my sessions in that context and like Grant said I think about that first stage of a group and like that, that moment of group cohesion Um and I think, you know, regardless of kind of what that group is, is created around whatever that issue or, or um, reason is, um, I think this song could be used just as, um, a moment for everybody just to focus and process on,
5: um,
7: you know, what that, that topic, whatever it is, um, or creating your own. Um, he also talks about in, in his description of the song that, um, or, no, that was in the the description of, of the creative gatherings, um, but kind of the collaboration and how each person kind of forms a a part of that group and there are influences on one another. So I think it'd be a, a really neat um, group songwriting prompt uh, as well.
0: Also with with uh with group so. That the first yell that they do, like the hello mm-hmm. um so if you listen to it throughout it's it's three of them singing, so there's one person that just holds it out like the hello and then these uh, this other one just repeats it like really fast rapidly, and then someone else kind of does it in different pictures so it's like hello hello um and so it's the same word, but it's sung and said in so many different ways mm. Mm-hmm. So we've talked um, in a couple of episodes in the past about vocal circles and just using just one repetitive Mm -hmm. um, word or phrase and having everyone in the group do it in a different way and just kind of build on top of each other. And I think that'd be a cool thing to do.
7: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think for me, It just reminds me like the power of group singing and, um, even, you know, the use of vocal toning with clients, um, how you can do so much with your voice and using this as a model to create something that's individualized, um, to a group or an, or, you know, a single client, um, but just not being afraid to be simple and just use what, you know, what we all have, we all have a voice and.
0: Um, Mm -hmm. Just a
1: reminder that that's just as important as using, you know, instruments in a session.
0: We also have hands that we can clap with. That's right. (laughs)
1: That's right.
4: One of the things that I really took away from it was the idea of it being a space for holding and containing. And Mm -hmm. I I thought a lot about this idea of possibly like at the end of somebody's journey in a group um, being able to have something like this is a little bit like informed by this concept of uh, like ho- holding space and honoring their journey, like kind of like as a closing experience because um, mm. the way that the form of the music in the pieces um, there's a lot that you can anticipate. And then there's uh, with the space that um, a lot of the active with the vocal and the clapping like that's a nice space to kind of uh improvise over it and then there's like the space where it kind of just stops and like the silence is there which is like a great like processing time and just like to mm-hmm. honor what has just been there um so part of me is like if this could be like a great like closing for somebody um mm-hmm. or the, that idea and that concept to utilize in that way
0: yeah, yeah. And that wraps up our conversation for this song in particular, but we do have a couple of more episodes coming up that feature even more artists from creative gatherings. So if you liked this song, please do check out the remaining episodes that will be coming out in the next couple of weeks, as well as the link in our show notes to check out all of their social media and recordings. Also, if you have any of your own ideas or thoughts or opinions about this song, please feel free to drop a comment on our social media or to message us directly. And as a little reminder, all of our proceeds until the end of September from Patreon are going towards the National Bailout Fund. We actually added a few more tiers to our Patreon. One of them is the One Dollar Club. So if you would like to contribute, please feel free to do so. So with that, we're going to listen to Impala by Azuri Street Symphony. And we'll see you guys later. Bye.
5: Oh i yes.
6: With us to learn more about ourselves, yeah, and then we perform in Marbore every Saturdays and Sunday at a place called Mama Mexicana. It would be nice if you can play us in prison, share a jam or two. We are not that stingy, so come around, show some love when you get some time. It would be nice to see you there, Azul Street Symphony. And then you can also follow us on the social medias and Instagramies. Uh, On Facebook is Azuri Street Symphony, classic spelling. And then on Instagram
3: is Azuri Street Symphony 5, just one word.
5: Thanks a lot,